Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. This is the podcast where we follow the highs and lows of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. Um, I know you like to do the first sentence, don't you? Because you like to jazz it up a bit. Well, I like to just... Uh, we've covered this before. I would never, whatever... My, you know, my biggest fear doing this show, when we mm. first sat down and thrashed this out in oh, Hollywood. that was a day, wasn't it? <laughs> thrashed each other senseless, didn't we? I've still got... I've kept the documents, obviously, for, for the future. Mm. They belong to the country, really. They're, they're beyond us now. Mm. I remember the first thing I said. The intro cannot sound the same every week. Even if the words are the same, we, we just have to bring that flavour. You did, yeah. You kept saying that. Before we'd even decided what the podcast was, you were like, I need a different flavour intro every week. Mm. I think there were mm. people in the room who described that as a minor breakdown, you know. Oh, then right. And, and I'm not sure that breakdown is anywhere near played out yet. And no. again, you know, that's something we can document on this show. And I think that's what Comedians FPL brings to the yes. podcast market is this isn't just about FPL. In fact, it's barely about FPL. It's about two men mm. having breakdowns in different ways, pissing each other off. But yeah. fundamentally, you know, we return to that first principle, doing an intro that sounds just slightly different every week. Oh, he said FPL differently. He stressed the F. Yeah. And it just, you know, that stuff that just stimulates just people's minds. It keeps me listening. Minds. It does. It it's real. It keeps me listening. So on to FPL. Let's just get it out of the way. You finally won a game week this week, John. The, oh, the, the you smug start. Well, no, I'm just saying it's been a while. Finally won a game week. Well, should we tell people that it's now 2011 after yeah. game week 30? There are 38 game weeks in the Premier League season. So you'll understand now that that means you cannot win. Mm. No, so, I knew that. I mean, it was... Do you want to wipe that smug look off your mouth? Well, I... Um, I always know I wasn't going to win. It's just I've had a little run and I've enjoyed it. I don't think anyone would really begrudge me that. I would. I have a gift to offer you, Matthew. Oh. Um, because, as we know, it was my task, having lost two weeks ago, to write a song about uh, the week in FPL. <laughs> I chose to write that song about your week in FPL so the listener didn't oh. have to hear you talk it through. It's an upsetting oh. for you. So... It's a brief song. Can I just tell you what, what happened with this song? So mm. I've been really busy. Um, <laughs> I, I, got in, I got in late last night. Um, not helped by the fact Lucy's computer's broken. She's had to use mine, so I couldn't do it yesterday when I had a window in the afternoon. Got in late last night. Didn't particularly want to be writing a song about FPL when I got in, but okay. um, came up to the old office, the old uh, understairs cupboard, mm -hmm. um, poured a beer, spent about an hour listening to... Um, Oasis? 
the Beatles. What do they call it when you have to pay for music? Copyright free. Um, yeah. Licensing. Uh, yeah, basically. Sampling. Uh... I spent an hour listening to music that you could use for free. And in that, in the period of that hour, w- de- developed what I can describe as quite a stinking funk and went out to write a jaunty, happy song about me winning that game week. And it was one of those where you finish it. It was midnight. I had to go to bed, school run this morning. I thought I'll listen to it in the morning and I'll make a decision on whether I want that to be released into the general public or not. Um, I haven't done that because it's been a busy morning. So what you're about to hear, I remember this as being a very forlorn experience. Um, I hate the sound of my own voice. It turns out I'm not remotely musical. I can't, most of the tunes I was listening to, I just thought I can't think of how you would write lyrics to go with that music. I'm not a Gallagher. That's what I've learned last night. I'm not a Gallagher. I'm not an old barn. Um, I'm not a cocker. Well, maybe you are, but maybe you're Paul Gallagher, Jim Albarn, yes. and Dave Cocker. Yeah, I think I might be Dave Cocker. Um, what is the best way? It's in... Uh, I can't wait to hear this. Uh, it's in iTunes. So let me play you a different tune. I'm just going to hold oh. my headphones to... Can you play it off your phone, maybe, if it's on iTunes? Uh, maybe I can send it direct from GarageBand. Hang on, let me try that. Wow, he's used GarageBand. Oh, my God, you're properly mixing. You're learning through play. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe you've actually written a song. This is amazing. I had to drag the sort of sample in. Um, God, he's like, Dre, listen to him. I've got to to thank the guys at Pond5 for um, their uh, wonderful resource of uh, various tracks. And if you put in together a short corporate video, I think the guys at... um, I think the guys there are the guys to get in touch with. Okay. Um, what about if you want to be able to play music on a podcast? Do you know anyone that could help with that in the next Pond two five. minutes? Pond five. Pond five. Oh, yeah. They, I don't know whether they can help you with the uh, actual logistics of not being a technical moron. Right. I'm shutting GarageBand. Right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hold my headphones to the um, okay. thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to play a sample song now that this isn't what I've written. Oh. Can you tell me if you can hear this? Yeah, yeah. That's right. uh, that's entertainment by the Jam. It is. Have you written that? Did you write that's entertainment by the Jam? Yeah, I really hit like a wow. rich vein of form last night. I wrote uh, your song by Elton John. I wrote a lot of Phantom of the Opera. My and God, I you're wrote, good. I wrote this, which is a song uh, about game week thirty. From the so excited. Of, oh, God, I can't. So I, is the this? good thing about this, I'm not going to be able to hear it, and I don't want to talk about it afterwards. Okay. It's a forfeit done, and that's the end of it. And is this the first song you've ever written in your life? Yes, the first and last. Okay, um, well, a global exclusive. Yes, it's called The Curse. Oh, I love and, it. Uh, I love yeah. it already. All right, brace yourself. Yeah. It's just a game. It's just a game. Bit of stop. You know there was only four games, don't you? And I'm cursed. Oh yeah, I'm cursed. Real bad. Really bad. I picked Luke Dinya and the bastard Dinya play. 
I had Rafinha, but COVID took his game away. This is all a problem that maybe I could have fixed. But the curse has got me, and I manage like a prick. I. Wow, John, so that was curse. beautiful. I you can really sing. Place last night, right in that the loft. Uh, yeah, I went. Uh, I went deep into some emotions that I didn't know were there regarding FPL. Okay. I think there's a, I think there's an album coming. I think there is. Firstly, I mean that is brilliant. That was way better than I expected. Secondly, did you auto tune the vocals at all, or is that just entirely au naturel? Oh, that's pure Rico. That's incredible. You've got a lovely singing voice, John. I, I find it quite nauseating. No, no, no. It's better than your talking voice. You should just sing all day. <laughs> it's a direction we could go in. But the main point is, I, I wanted to talk about your your FBL week, and uh, you know, obviously, I have some sympathy with Rafinha getting COVID. We wish him well. I think he's okay. It's worked out quite well for Leeds fans because it means now he's probably not going to travel to Brazil for the internationals, and he'll have some rest and he'll be ready for Southampton. Luca Dina, obviously, we've discussed in the past. Um, you then you sort of knew Robertson wasn't going to play. You, you fielded a ten, and you lent heavily on Wolverhampton Wanderers with their goalkeeper, their defender says, and you captained their striker, Jimenez. And I'd love to hear you talk about that. And I'd love to hear you talk about the damage to your game week done by Leeds United's stunning 3-2 victory. I am still just amazed by that song. I don't think you. you can't drop a hit like that and then just move on to talking about <laughs> You know in the supersonic film where Bonehead describes the moment Noel Gallagher played Live for Everton for the first time, he's gone, you didn't write that. He's gone, yeah, I did. Gone, no fucking way you wrote that. He's gone, yeah, I just wrote it. I feel exactly, John, that was so good. As a, as a, as a, as a show, and the audience at this moment, precise moment will be feeling this. We need to process the talent we've just heard. That was really, <laughs> genuinely, mate. It was really, really good. I thought you were going to go down you. the comedy route, but you, I mean, it was funny, you know, but it was also really, really, you can really sing. I wanted to express your despair. That's what it was. It was, I, I wanted to capture the FPL. On a bad week is is it's it ruins your life. It really gets in your head. Um, and you scored twenty points, you know. And I tell you what, you're in good company this week because it is a fascinating week to look at in terms of. I don't know if some people are saving free hits for a potential double game week coming up. I know there's talk of that. I know some people maybe don't have uh, any free hits left, but you've got. You know, our esteemed leaders, the likes of Russell Howard, didn't use their free hit, couldn't field a full 11. Yeah. I mean, he made the decision to captain Son, which brought him 30 points. <sighs> he only scored 32 overall. So, you know, but for Son, Russell Howard scored two points from his 10 players. Ian Sterling didn't use a free hit this week, didn't play a defence other than Tierney, still managed to get to 52 points because he captained Harry Kane. You captained Jimenez, and I don't know if I've mentioned this previously. I'll check the notes. I don't know if I've brought it up, but obviously they lost at home 3-2 to Leeds United, and he was sent off. Yeah. 
talk more about that. Talk to me about it. Well, I was delighted for you, obviously. I was delighted for you because as we've covered on the show before, I do want you to stay up. I do feel for you. So I was the result I was happy with. Obviously, the sending off I wasn't happy with. I just thought, because as discussed on last week's show, I'd already written off this week. I wasn't going to make changes because I don't want to flog Salah. So I just, I'd made my peace with, and I thought, actually, I'm not in that bad a position to field, you know, a, a kind of, a not a bad side. I thought, well, I can captain A decent it. nine. A decent nine. And looking around, that seemed to be what I guessed other people were going to do. And I've had a few good weeks. So I was like, I can take a hit on this without then. I thought this was still, and I still stand by it and be interested to see what happens in the next couple of weeks. But I'm, I'm at 12th, which is still incredible given where I was. And it's still pretty tight. And what I've got is obviously returning players. And on top of that, two free transfers to use. So I just think I'm still in a better position than had I maybe got an extra four or five points and um, only dropped to 11 and then had bigger problems to solve in the coming weeks. What I've got is a, is a, a really big point monsters coming back and the ability for two free transfers. So actually, I still think I've made the right decision. I think sometimes, as in business, John, you know, you need to you need to make crippling losses in order to make those brilliance. Do you have a free hit left? No. No, all I've got left is bench boost. Ah, so we both got bench boost. So that's going to be interesting because I think, you know, I'm looking at it now. It's 2011. I'm assuming the week I play my bench boost, that should be enough to get me over the line. That'll be another win for me. And I'm assuming I'm going to get at least one or two just just on, you know, grubbing out results. So um, it's going to be interesting. I thought, in the back of my mind, I thought he's still got that free hit and I was worried about you using it on one of the double game weeks and captaining, you know, Kane on a double game week and getting 100 points. And then we start to look at, is he going to catch me in the league? Uh, but it's a great relief to me to, to know that's not going to happen. Let's stay on football. Let's come off fantasy football. You attended Nottingham Forest. Can I just say how much I enjoyed your pissy tweet afterwards? I absolutely howled when I read that tweet about the Liverpool fans. Do you want to tell people what he said? Hang on, let me get it out because I can't remember. I've had a lot of shit for it. Oh, I can remember. Hold on, hold on. Let me get it. Well, it was a, it was a fair observation, I think, of uh, what had happened. <laughs> so I just simply put, and you can imagine the state of my mentions after this. So proud of our players tonight and fair play to the Liverpool fans. They were amazing once they eventually went 1-0 up against the championship side. Oh, sick burn. Sit down, Liverpool fans. Sit down, talk of your quadruple. You didn't outsing the Nottingham Forest fans. Well, they just weren't, you know, you, you obviously build up to this and I realise it's a bigger deal for us than it is for them, right? But still, yeah. they're getting to travel to a proper crucible of football, a historic um, venue. Not that I'm dumb enough, but you're like, Forest Liverpool, you just think they'd be making some noise, you know, and it, it was all just a bit quiet. And, and actually, I think that reflected the game was, um, I'm amazed at how close it was. And we had a couple of good chances to do something. So it was it was very exciting, a very proud day, um, a very, um, just a lovely warm day in Nottingham. And we almost got something out of it which in itself is incredible given that we were the worst team in England just a couple of months ago and that we're now disappointed that's a slight uh, exaggeration of what what did you get out of it well you weren't the worst team we were bottom of the league with one point that's more than a couple of months ago and you were bottom of the championship you weren't bottom of the conference no one had had a worse start than us I think in the in the football league Okay, well, you were the worst team in the world. There you go. Um, That's more like it. And then here we are. What did you get out of it as a human being? Did you have a nice beer and a nice time and love football again? I did. So in the morning, um, 
Uh, in the morning. I met up with a friend of the show, Johnny Owen. He was doing his talk sports show live from a pub in Nottingham. Mm-hmm. So I went there, walked in. I mean, this is the thing with, with Forrest. It's a very tangible football club. Walked into the Trent Nav and there's a table and on it, Frank Clark, John Robertson, Gary Bertels, Colin Barrett. Wow. They're all just there having a sandwich. And I've, I've, you know, I'm not name dropping. I've, I've met them a few times. And Frank Clark went, fucking hell, man, you've lost a bit of weight, haven't you? Where's all that gone? <laughs> oh, no. What's that, two or three stone? I said, uh, yeah, Frank, oh, good to see you, mate. Oh, good on you. Oh, you're disappearing, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, this, what a start to the day. You know, there's any... That's what you oh. want, a motivational chat. It was great. And then we're just chatting away and uh, talking about Forest and the pub was filling up. And I thought, right, I've got to get back to that hotel. I've got some work to do. And, uh, you know, I'm in a pub at 10 in the morning for crying out loud. Anyway, people are like, well, just have a London Pride and then do some work. Yeah, that's right. I had a few London Prides and a couple of ham cobs and then went back to the hotel and tried to work. Then went back out. Uh, then went back out. Sold out of Nottingham Pride, had they? I really like London Pride. Is that an issue for you? It's not my favourite beer, I have to say. I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the best of the Fuller's uh, range. But we'll get on to beer later because excitingly, there are even more. Uh, beer no way, you're kidding to me. Talk about absolutely, uh, but let's just update people broadly. So, you scored 20 points this yeah. week. I think I ended up on about 67. Emily Dean played her free hit 73, <laughs> she was the highest scorer in the league this week. Uh, Henning Vane with his scribbled on a piece of paper team, he knew it was a uh, an only an eight team game week, he was able to pick from anyone he wanted. Uh, he only scored 33 points. Also, Captain Jimenez. He had Kane in the Not side. Bad. He had uh, Madison in the side. Uh, Tierney had some big scorers in there, but uh, he failed to make the right decision. So he does not win the bedding. Uh, I had Luke Ailing on the bench. Absolutely heartbreaking. And not just on the bench, but my fourth choice substitute as well. That's 13 points down the toilet. Could have got me up to 80. Never mind. Um, we're grateful to Jesse Marsh for his asking Jack Harrison to behave like a son of a bitch on the pitch. Whoa. Um, simultaneously sort of criticising the media for talking about his accent and his Americanisms, saying that, you know, the players aren't doing that, but the media seem obsessed with it. And then he's happy to talk in press conferences about how I asked Jack to stop being a nice guy and act like a son of a bitch. God, it's so cool, isn't it? Got some Captain Crunch, got some waffle fries. He's just like, oh, everything's so cool in America. <laughs> oh, if he keeps winning... Absolutely fine. I'll change my accent. I'll do the whole show in an American accent if we keep winning. Are you warming to him? It, how, I mean, obviously, re- replacing Bielsa is emotionally traumatic, but are you starting to have yes. feelings for the new boy? Oh, of course, of course. He speaks well. He's done the job. He's, he's bringing the players back. He's got the team motivated. He's um, sorted out the defence to some extent. Uh, and crucially, we've won our last two games, which there was a point not so long ago, where I looked at the fixture list and thought, oh, we're not going to win again this season. Um, so now you look at the last two wins, Southampton having a little bit of a wobble. That's our next home game. Win that. Um, there's a few teams to play each other down the bottom below us. I think Watford and Burnley have got to play each other, and I think they may even both have to play Everton. So there's mathematically it's impossible for all teams to win all their games. We're seven points clear of the drop at the moment. I'm not counting any chickens. However, it's looking a lot better than it was a couple of weeks ago, so I'm very grateful to the man. So I've done my song forfeit. Yeah. You've got to now, as a result of your defeat this week, do a full-on sprinting mudslide. What? Oh, God, yeah. Um, Damn it! 
<laughs> oh. It's one that we both said at the time. Actually, we wouldn't mind doing, yeah. but you seem to have changed your mind on well, that. Once you think it through, you're like, well, I've got to go out to the park, do it, and then just come back covered in mud. But, you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It. Ooh, I just remembered something that I did at the night of the Forest match. I was yes. very responsible because I had a gig the following day. Um, so I had to get up early to get the train back to, to London. Um, so what I like to do is finish drinking early. And when I'm in Nottingham, go to Taco Bell. Now, I know you mocked me for this before, uh, but I do genuinely love it. And You see Jesse Marsh in there, did you? No. Uh, so I went and got my Taco Bell. <laughs> and I woke up in the morning. Because what I like to do, and I, I know I said this last week, is get, get the savoury, but also go to the supermarket and get some sweet as well. Oh, my God. Mm. I mean, I just go mad. When I've had a few drinks, I'm just like, I just go mad in the chocolate aisle. I had five I see, it just doesn't, white chocolate I, cookies to me, sweet. and a large oh. dairy milk Oreo. Oh, that's so bad just before bed. Mm. I don't think savoury is any better, but I'm so lucky I don't have that impulse because I had a similar experience this week where I had a thing to do and I, I went and stocked up on Vittles for when I got back to my hotel Vittles? Room. Water? No, like tasty treats. What's Vittle? Is that a brand? Uh, it just mean, no, no, it just means like tasty treats, doesn't it? Anyway, but I got some piri piri hummus and some crisps, <laughs> okay. and I dipped crisps in my hummus, um, and that was my that was my pig out. But I just don't have that in me. The the five cookies, I don't want sweet. Then I'd be too worried about the sugar keeping me. Up. I was sat there in bed watching a horror film, eating just like like I say. I just like get uh, when I go to Taco Bell, I just go off like the sort of individual menus, you know, rather than getting a meal. I'm like, mm. I'll get some. <gasps> Peri Peri <gasps> chips with like cheese dip that was like that whiz thing that oh, we get in Passion oh, Avenue. Oh, it was so yeah. good. I'm just sat there in bed watching a horror film on Disney Plus. Keep talking. Covered in Oreo oh, milk. Yes. I just thought, this is fantastic. <laughs> it was so good. I just woke up so happy. I was like, I've got to go home. I'm always a bit sad when the fun's over. Excellent. But I'd, I'd had a good old feed. Back home now. Yeah, back in London, baby. Got all your jewellery? Ooh. Oh, that's what those packages are. Yes, is it fair to ask you to uh, pop the old James Madison forfeit online this week? Yeah, yeah. So hang on. Right. So you will, uh, if you're listening, you will uh, want to follow the at comedians FP. And when are you doing your feed, the, um, we'll Bielsa is my daddy one? That's on the list to do. Uh, your Tangfastic cocktail is still brewing in my house. The pint with a duck is ongoing. Bielsa with my daddy. The signed picture from a bug bag. Forty in a cryogenics chamber. And uh, a reach out to Toby Bevan. These forfeits remain. The Bielsa uh, one's the one unresolved. everyone wants. That's the biggie. Yeah, right, I've done the song, mate. I oh, know, but that's easy. You've done the easy. You haven't even opened a parcel that arrived in. in your house. Uh, hello, John and Matt, says Steve. Steve. I do very much love when you both take the P's out of each other's accents. So this got me thinking, should the loser of next week's FPL present the whole show in another accent? Take care, Steve. Some sort of accent-based forfeit, I think, might be fun. Um, with a punishment for not doing it. Um Nathan says, as a member of the younger generation, I can confirm we discussed posters and the flip charts in HMV last week. Or Zavi, as is. Uh, posters are a big deal. Film, TV, music, you name it, we've got it. So much so, I would love nothing more than to adorn my bedroom with a comedian's playing FPL poster. Who might design this poster, you ask? Clearly, this is a forfeit in the making. Big fan of the podcast, Nathan from Bristol. Oh my God, you sent me loads of jewellery, John. There's loads. 
You've been so generous. Yeah, I think you've, got, you've got like three pairs of the earrings, I think. Um, so it's either next week's forfeit to uh, present a whole show in a different accent. Okay. Um, or Nathan says, design a film poster for comedians playing FPL that he can put on his bedroom wall. I mean, how do you do that? I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have a clue how to do it. What? Well, you reach out to some media bods. You know, you must know some guys. There must be some Nottingham startup that do uh, graphic design, as they call Mate, it. I can't be oh, commissioning artwork. Do you know what I mean? I've got too much on. I think it's. Oh, no. It's got to be. Need a poster. Be the accent one, isn't no. it? All right, the accent one next. Uh, so, winner chooses an accent for the loser to host uh, the next show in. So some more specific details from some of these breweries who've been mouthing off. Okay. Um, Roosters, back in touch. Hi, John and Matt. Keen listener to the podcast, fan of the show, following on from being able to pass on some beers. I'm happy to lay out a formal invitation <gasps> for you to join us at Roosters Brewing. <gasps> formal? I hope the following will be enough to convince you to spend your time in sunny Harrogate instead of anywhere else. Our offer to you, and this is written in a very well laid out email with bullet points and spaced out paragraphs. Not only, I'm going to read it in the uh, in the voice of a sort of quiz show. Oh, lovely, host. lovely. John, I, I just, at this juncture, want to say, you've treated me so much today. That beautiful song, the jewellery. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to woo me. Well, get ready for this. Not only will you enjoy a free tab at the tap room while with us, but we'll pay your travel expenses and put you up in your choice of Premier Inn that's a five-minute stumble from the brewery or a decent hotel in Harrowgate Town Centre a couple of miles away and a stone throw from the famous Betty's Tea Room. You'll receive a tour of the brewery and opportunity to learn more about what goes into making the best beverage on the planet, followed by a tutored tasting of a selection of our beers. You'll receive a free box of Roosters beers delivered to an address of your choosing every month for six months. You have the opportunity to record a live podcast from the brewery in front of an audience, perhaps at the season's end, and potentially tie in with some sort of fundraising effort with money raised from the sale of tickets being donated to a charity of your choice. Oh my God. You can come and brew a beer with us, done in full, or because I imagine time and coordinating diaries would need to be considered, rock up for the money shot of adding the hops and pretend you've brewed the beer in full. (laughs) This is known in the industry as a collaboration. Wow. So there we go. That is a formal offer laid out from Roosters. I felt like Um, a contestant on a quiz show. I felt like I'd won bullseye there. I was like, oh my God. Plus the six months, you get to go there. They're going to pay the hotel. They're going to pay our travel. Wow. God, I felt so special uh... listening to that. I felt like a little boy who someone had finally shown some kindness to. (laughs) That's Tom laying out the big guns. But let's hear from Spike at Kirkstall Brewery, shall we? No. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. It feels like my birthday. Hi, thanks so much for the shout-out on the podcast. Delighted to hear you've tried the Bielsa cans before. I know you didn't want to call it fate, re the fact that we have the Cardigan Arms pub, but should I also mention I was surprised to hear your talk of Veltin's Pilsner in the same podcast, because as well as brewing beer, we're the UK importers of Veltin's Pilsner and serve it on draft at all of our venues. In other news, our director, John, has also appeared on Countdown. If you'd like to take us up on the offer of some free beers, just let me know and I'll get them sent out. Spike. Hope to see you soon for a pint. Spike. Oh. So there we go. I mean, it's getting it, we're now getting into the nitty gritty of contacts, you know, contracts and beer, which is really where this feature was was destined to go. These guys have been so kind to us. Green King, Roosters, um, 
we will take them all up on these offers, I think, yeah. at some point. Um, but And that does not mean that the offers have to stop. I mean, if you want to yes. shower us just with gifts and kindness, this is my favourite part of the show, is basically f- the free stuff bit where people just get in touch and say they're going to send us free beer and put us up in hotels and just treat us maybe how we deserve to be treated, John. Um, yeah, it's lovely to hear, isn't it? And I, and I love the sort of, uh, you know, the the gilding the lily, that it's not just enough to drink beer. There's all this other stuff coming in, you know. Oh, okay. Like, so let's like just, if we're going to be really detail. cheeky, if we are going to be cheeky, maybe if you make chocolate, you could get in touch. Or if you make cookies, you can also get in touch. Pasties, (laughs) cookies, pasties, and chocolate. All right, Augustus. Send us stuff. Um, I mean, listen to us. We're a pair of tarts. Anyone who emails in gets amazing publicity. Oh, if you have visited Green King or Roosters or any of the people that we featured on the show, email us hello at cpfpl.com. Maybe as giving these guys a platform has already boosted sales. Maybe we're the ones doing the favour. Yeah, just flip reversed it. Oh, interesting. Well, the guys at Gaffer have uh, messaged to say that the fans of Championship Football are on tenderhooks as the duo give what could be perceived as a firm commitment to play Gaffer next season. So we've got ourselves into potentially hot water there. Now, is Vinny around to read? Yes, he is, yeah. I'll just get him. Good to see you again, Vinny, as well. Hold on. He's not here yet. Oh, sorry. This time is it the post. Hey, I'm Vinny Van Der I'm here to read your post and your tweets. I must forget my catchphrase there, Jen. I know, it's been a while. We haven't heard from you in some time. It's been so long. I get a lot of hate mail. I get a lot of internet trolling. And it made me feel very shit. Mm-hmm. So I've just been shit here looking mm-hmm. at all these political books. So to be clear, you've had you've had the last three or four weeks off, but Matt, Matt hasn't taken you anywhere or read to you. You've literally just been stuffed in a drawer. I'm not stuffed in a drawer because puppets die in hot drawers. So he leaves me on the top, just lays me on my back, and I sit there like I'm on a sun lounger, just gawping at the ceiling, lifeless, until he puts his hands inside me. And then you come to life. Then I come you? to full, beautiful life, baby. And I'm back and I'm bigger than ever. And I got to tell you, I'm full of the beans. Okay, there's an email from Simon. I'd like you to read that. Spill those beans. Okay. Hi, John. I'm the manager of the Cunning Stunts. I mean, already, I got to tell you, not a big fan of this because that is an old, was it an old Spike Milligan joke? Anyway. Well, I was the manager of that team until Matt made me switch accounts with him, forcing me against my will to take over Notting Hill Forest. <gasps> Now, as you can see, since swapping teams, Notting Hill Forest is steadily climbing the league, whereas Mets' new teams, the Kerning Stunts, are steadily dropping places under Mets' management. The reason he doesn't remember putting Kulishevsky in the team is because I did it. As a Spurs fan, I thought I had to put my stamp on this dreadful team I had the displeasure of taking over. I leave a five-star review, as that's what Matt is also forcing me and everyone else to do. Can't regard Shaman. Well... This guy's clearly some sort of bullshitter. <laughs> you believe this pick? Yeah, I'd, I'd certainly like to hear him you've, out. Well, you've heard him out. I read out his message, so you got all the information you need. So make your little conclusions, Mister Headmaster Boy. Well, I think there's been a recent upturn in Matt, and I mean a freakish upturn in Matt's form. Transfers that he doesn't remember making, a team that he can't seem to describe. Um, I, I did ask for people to email in if they thought. They knew what might be happening, and then this is a guy saying, I know exactly what's this happening. This guy is under a lot of professional pressure, let me tell you this. Works a lot, and he's, uh, I, I never seen him so, uh, so um, uh, cognitively decayed. So I think we know that this is a prank email. Okay, Vinny. Um, I think you need some time outside the flat. I think, oh, I would love um, that, and I would like it with you, John. 
And I know you sent Matt some jewellery, but is it okay if I put... You can wear the jewellery with him, absolutely. <gasps> Pop his little nose And with this whole rooster's um... business, I couldn't help overhearing. Would it be okay to come to that if, if you do the brewery tush? Well, that's down to Matthew, isn't it? Um, I'm not allowed near you for legal reasons. There's some sort of restraining order. Thanks, Vinny. Back in your okay, box. Okay, bye. Love you, man. Bye-bye. Oh, he's a firecracker when he's had a bit of time off, isn't he? He is. He's come back punching, hasn't he, old Vinny? Oh, I love him and I miss him. And I feel bad for just leaving him in here. But I can't take him on tour. That should be mad, wouldn't it? I would actually just be taking him on tour so that next time you ask me, I could say, actually, I've taken him to Maidstone and Norwich and yeah. wherever else. Yeah, well, how much How much do you want to commit to this um, horrendous monster that you've I mean, created? I guess I could have taken him up north when I was doing those northeast dates because we did record an episode. Yeah, of course you could. You'd take him out today, couldn't you? You're going to the dentist after I this, am. aren't you? You'd I am that. going to the dentist. It might help you calm down. I would love you to go to the dentist with Vinny on your arm and not reference it and ask them if they'll do Vinny's <laughs> teeth before they do yours. Because it, it, oh, it helps calm oh, you no, down. No, no. I'd get sectioned. Imagine if I got sectioned by mistake. I'd just be like, no, it was a joke. Listen to the podcast, man. By mistake. I'll tell you what, they review this footage. You ain't coming out, mate. I think they'd. I think um, they would know. I was in bed last night, three o'clock in the morning. I had 48 cookies and I watched horror film and then I cried and I woke up and I had seven baths and then I Come home and I talk to me puppet. <laughs> All right, Matt. <laughs> Thank you for your company. Keep an eye out on the uh, social feeds for Matt's James Madison inspired jewellery forfeit, which will be up this week. Thank you for continuing against your will, let's be honest, to leave kind reviews. Uh, Bumsies says, I love this podcast despite zero interest in the Premier League. I love listening to Matt talk about all his ailments. As a fellow sufferer of bad guts, I believe that's the mm. medical term, I feel seen. Billy says, do not listen to this podcast if you want to improve at FPL, but I'll still rate it five stars because they told me to. And five for John, Michael says, I found this podcast recently and I'm shocked to discover John doesn't play five at the back every week because I thought he'd love clean sheets. Oh, lovely. That's nice now. That nice is lovely. And, and what a um, nice thing that people associate you with cleanliness. Yes, even though on this podcast I've made very clear, I think you're on about four baths a day and I shower pretty much every other day. Mm. How, uh, just just to, our listeners do take an interest in your welfare. This is a very intimate show, yeah. this. It's become, I feel like we have a direct emotional connection with the people that listen. I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Um, and many of them. They want to know how clean my nutsack is. Uh, yeah. Uh, I played five-a-side last night, so I had a bath when I got nice. in. Um just before Bobo's, and uh, at time of recording, haven't showered this morning, but I am about to leave where I'll drive to a hotel where I will have a shower when I arrive at the hotel because I don't like to have a shower and then sit in the car for a long time. Why not? Well, it just feels like a well, waste no, of a shower. because otherwise you're just sat just there stinking the car out. I'm not stinking the car out. I had a bath last night, man. I'm not... You're a I, man. I, John, I you're a man. Roll around in you have pheromones. I am a man. Yeah. Oh, you've implied it's a sort of safety issue that I might sexually stimulate other drivers. No, but I just mean, once a man has been to bed, he effectively wakes up dirty. Police are investigating after the man who stopped for petrol caused the involuntary orgasms of 17 people having not showered before he drove to Oxfordshire this morning. John Richardson was described as stinking of sex by staff at the Morrisons. <laughs> that's all we've got time for this week the next podcast will be with you before the commencement of game week 31 at some point there is a break obviously 
If you've been affected by any of the issues you've heard in today's show, please email us, hello at cpfpl.com, tweet us at ComediansFPL, find us on Instagram and on Facebook. Please do. And with the international break, with the injuries and everything, obviously I've lost a bit of momentum, a mm-hmm. bit of impetus this last week. So get in touch at Matt Ford with your hot tips. Uh, Why are you laughing at it? You say it. I, I like really it. like that hot like tip, little music, you know. It really, it, it does it for me. I think me, that's the gag, I mean. isn't it? That it sounds sexual. I guess so. It's not I guess called, that's, like, I guess that's... administrative assistance. It's called no? hot tips. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> what a great, what a great cameo. Come on, was. Albert, get in there, son. 